This is Missology Beauty Talks. Take a trip down memory lane and get to know the winners of the Big Five and other relevant beauty pageants in this exclusive interview. To watch the previews and succeeding episodes, you can also follow us on Facebook and YouTube. Missology, analyzing beauty pageants since 1999. Why is it important for a beauty queen to have a good time? You do not know how to speak your mind. You're not going to give your organization much credibility for what you're really fighting for. Beauty queen doesn't mean perfection. Now I feel embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to do it because that's how I am. So. <laughs> that's gonna go. My wave became, became the Miss International wave. Right, Steven? I have become a patent. Ito naman yung bumabasa. I would just want it to be that I gave something back that made them happy. Money or love? Love. Hi everyone, good evening. Welcome back to Missology Beauty Talks. I am Amir, your Missology International Correspondent, and we are joined by famous editor of Missology, Drew Francisco. Hi, Drew. Hi, Amir. What an introduction. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm also fine, thank you. And And we are back after a two week break, and we were supposed to have an episode last week, but we had to postpone last minute. But I'm happy that we're back. And I'm very excited to meet our very special guest for tonight. Yeah, I am more than also excited, Drew, because this is one of my favorite Miss Universe contestants. But before mm. we introduce her, Drew, okay, we would like to make a quick summary of the happenings in the world of pageantry in the past few days. So top of the news for the past few days are that during the day, the date and the host of for the 70th Miss World Finals has been announced. Dallin of Puerto Rico will be hosting Miss World on December 16th. The first time the oldest big five pageant will be held in the Spanish-speaking country, Puerto Rico's Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's Pride Miss World 2016, Stephanie Del Valle, had made an announcement on Wednesday, March 10, in the press conference. On the other side of the news, Jeanette Aqua was named the new Miss Universe Great Britain in virtual ceremony held March 8 on the pageant's official Instagram account. The 27-year-old singer-songwriter from London visited more than 30 entrants and right to represent the Great Britain at the 69th Miss Universe competition in May, uh, which will be held in May in Florida, USA. Yes. Miss Russia 2019 Alina Sanko has been designated to represent Russia at the 69th Miss Universe competition. The 22-year-old artist and designer previously represented Russia in Miss World 2019 and placed in the top 12. 
Meanwhile, pageant veteran Angele Cosenda will once again grace the Big Five pageant stage, this time as Cameroon's first ever representative to the Miss Universe. The 27-year-old model will be competing at the 69th Miss Universe pageant to be held in May, continuing with the tradition of bringing pride to her country. She previously competed in Miss Earth, Miss International, and Miss Supranational. Pas Pascal Belloni has been designated as Haiti's representative to the 12th edition of Miss Supranational. She is a 27-year-old advocate for women's and holistic health. And finally, Natalia Griliuska was crowned as Miss Polonia 2020 during the finals held last March 8th. The 22-year-old model and clinical dietetics graduate bested 19 other candidates for the title, and she is expected to represent her country at the 71st Miss World pageant next year. And that's all for this episode's pageant news roundup. Okay. And now it's time to introduce our very special guest. Oh my God. I'm yes. Nervous, actually. <laughs> I'm so excited anyway. Our special guest for today is a 23-year-old model and entrepreneur from the Rainbow Nation of South Africa. She finished second runner-up in Miss South Africa 2020 and was later designated as Miss Universe South Africa 2020 and was later and has the daunting task of vying for back-to-back -back victory at the 69th Miss Universe pageant in May. Friends, join us in welcoming the lovely Natasha Joubert. <laughs> I hope I got it right. Yeah. Hey guys! Hi Natasha and Hi, welcome Natasha. to Beauty Talks. Oh thank God, you so much. Cool. Thank you for having me. Thank you so, so much. I'm just as excited. And thank you for everything you do. I see you guys are on top of everything. Did I pronounce yeah, your family surname right? <laughs> yes. Listen, listen. I do understand that there's different languages. And even like English isn't my, my, first, my first language. So I do struggle with some words as well. Perfectly fine. Thank you. But before we begin everything, we just want to thank Natasha and the Miss South Africa organization for allowing us to have this interview. And to Bong Tan, Mrs. Olji's uh, correspondent, for uh, connecting us with Natasha. So thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, Natasha, for having us here. Yeah. But before we talk about Natasha's being uh, pageant journey and preparations for Miss Universe, we will have a short game called This or That. This or that, I'm in for it. Yeah, so um, here we go. Go, Amir. Okay. Uh, can you flash it down, Drew, <laughs> on the screen? Okay. Natasha, coffee or tea? Coffee. Actually, okay. I have one here. Okay. <laughs> I also have one here with me, coffee. Okay. And next, Drew. Drew? Next one. Dogs or cats? Dogs. I actually have two Maltesers and I just grew up with dogs. I presume it's just like how you grow up. So for me, it's dogs over cats. Wow. <laughs> I also love dogs. <laughs> the next one is Facebook or Instagram. Let's, let's admit it. Instagram, right? Like there's just so much going on there. You can work from there, generate an income. So it's Instagram for me. I spend a lot of time on there. Next one. Swimsuit or a long gown? Ooh. 
Now you guys are making it hard. Oh. <laughs> I would say long gown. I don't know. There's just something classical and graceful of it. So I would say long gown. I actually love your long gown during your finals, the green one. I just Thank so love you. It. Thank you so much. Thanks. Next, Next one. Drew. City, City or countryside. countryside. City. Hopefully New York City. <laughs> girl. We have a city girl here. Yeah, city girl. City. Okay. Would you what rather have that? more time or more money? More money. Oh, more time because they need to make more money. So you can just choose the best of them. I made more time. <laughs> okay. No, it's, it's totally fine. More time because then if you think smart, you can generate more money. So, it's the both worlds. Okay. <laughs> the next one Would you rather lose all your old memories or never be able to make new ones? Oh, this is really hard. So, from a personal perspective, I would say never be able to make new ones. Um, my father passed away when I was 16, and so I would never want to lose those memories. So, that's kind of an easy option for me. Wow. <laughs> okay, next the next you. one. Would you rather be loved or be respected? Be respected. Like respect goes such a long way. And especially in this industry, it's so important because if you don't have respect from other people, how are they going to value your word and how are they going to look up to you? So respect. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> Would Next you rather one. be in a zombie outbreak or an alien invasion? Shira ah! cheese. <laughs> um Oh, this is so weird. I would say, I would say an alien invasion. Oh no, zombies freak out. Alien invasion. And then we can know if there's really aliens, you know, on another planet. Yeah. And you know, it's so weird that all delegates from this universe come from Earth, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one. The crown or romance? You know what? I'm not going to choose yet because I'm choosing both. Um, the crown and romance because a woman can do both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> especially, especially when you chose alien invasion. So then yes. we can know. We can know if there there can be other candidates for Miss Universe. I've always wanted, and I had this discussion actually this weekend. We were looking at the stars, and I was looking up and I was asking my sister, do you think there's other beings on different planets? She was like, hmm, and I was like, I don't believe so, because humans are so far and beyond into future, surely we should have already, you know, gotten to them, but, that's just my opinion. I don't think they are any other beings. What do you guys think? Mm. To see is to believe. <laughs> right? I'm not going to yes. believe until I don't see it. Yeah. And now moving forward, um, it has been three months since you were 
officially announced as South Africa's representative to Miss Universe. So how has your life changed so far? Listen, I'll be honest, I didn't expect it at all. Um, it's, it's the first time in history that a second runner-up of Miss South Africa is going to Miss Universe. And not only going to Miss Universe, but I'm defending that back-to-back. -back. So um, it's such a great responsibility, and I can't help but to feel gratitude and to honestly feel humbled to know that I'm being sent after women that previously came before me that's so powerful, that did so well. Um, and I feel like they really paved the way for me because honestly speaking, going there, I've got such big shoes to fill. Um, so I'm just grateful. Like this three months, so let me tell you, I found out I was going to universe, I think around about a month after the crowning. And we immediately started prepping for Miss Universe. Tested positive in December. So I went into quarantine, isolation. And um, back then, we thought Miss Universe was going to be in Feb or March. So I was a bit concerned because I'm like, listen, this is such bad timing to get COVID. I'm, I need to prep. Mm -hmm. I'm just appointed. Like so many of the other countries already know they are going, but I only knew them. And um, so luckily, it was postponed now to May. And so since I've been appointed, I've, I didn't stop prepping. So it's been, it's, you know, it's been such hard work going into this. And I'm really excited. Guys, it's in Miami, Florida. Like, yes. what a crazy destination. No, I can't wait. It's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier that you will be defending that crown. Mm. So, and I know that there is always pressure, but how are you handling the pressure, especially with that daunting task? Of scoring it back to back for South Africa. I know I'm in great hands. Um, there's an organization, and I've got such an amazing coach that we are constantly just putting in the hard work. So I don't want to put unnecessary pressure on myself because, regardless if I was going to defend that back to back or not, there would have been pressure. Every single country is experiencing pressure because you want to represent your country as best as you can. So going there, it's not only winning that back to back, it's knowing that I'm carrying 52 million South Africans on my chest. And I just want to walk away knowing that I made them proud. So for me, this really isn't about looking at that back-to-back -back and thinking, wow, that's that's giving me all the pressure. Because regardless of back-to-back, -back, there's pressure. Um, how I'm handling it, you know, if you just put in everything and do everything beforehand, I just want to go there and enjoy every single step of the way. And... I'm ex guys, I'm so excited. You don't understand. There's no time to think of the pressure. <laughs> We're also excited. <laughs> like, everyone, everyone loves the Miss Universe season. Like, yes. you know, previous years, I'm such a, this is my dream to go to Miss Universe. And every single year I've watched Miss Universe, I would wake up at 2 a.m. And I remember watching Demi win, Zuzi win, Tam going to Thailand. And I've been a fan myself. So to be on that stage, it's like I can't explain it to anyone. It's it's amazing. Like it's such a big thing in my life and such a big milestone in my life that I've achieved that I just want to grab it with both hands and give every single bit that I have. Mm -hmm. okay. So now at this point, I want to shift gears a little and talk about uh, your life before Miss South Africa. So joining Miss South Africa has definitely put you on the spot on the spotlight, but who was Natasha before she joined Miss South Africa? 
Oh, that's a nice question to ask because everyone is just always asking about Optimus SA and during with South Africa that it's actually so nice to get that question. So I actually did pageants my whole life um, since I was 12 years old. And I think that's where the, the dream of becoming the South Africa stemmed from is entering those pageants and every single year looking at the South Africa thinking, I want to be there one day and I want to be the, the same amount of inspiration to someone as Berlin is to me or Zulzi is to me. And so that was a big part of my life was pageants. But besides that, <laughs> um, there were so many things in my life that made me who I am today and sitting here. It's, it's been a tough journey and a challenging one. When I was 16 years old, my father passed away and he was um, unemployed for three years before that. So we financially struggled a lot. And I started using patches as, as a way of sourcing income and really paying for my own studies and paying for my own hockey tours and assisting my mom since she was a single mom when I was in grade 10. So that was such a big and fundamental part of my life now that I look back. Um, when I entered Miss Essa, I just knew that this is such a strong message that I want to get out there is regardless of your circumstances, that you aren't the product of your circumstances, but you're a product of your choice um, and decisions. So pageantry really gave me the perspective of just don't go on that weekend stage and win because you're based on beauty and that one walk like we all know it it was really teaching me how to sustain myself how to be independent um how to work hard for what i want so by the time i entered this essay i could say my being is hard working and i don't say it with a light heart because throughout my life everything i wanted i worked extremely hard for and i firmly believe sitting here that's the reason why i got Miss universal africa is I'm willing to work hard and I'm willing to put in that effort. So um, another part of me, um, I've got my own company called um, Natalia Jeffries. And I don't know if you've guys seen, I've launched my project called Destiny Designed. And this actually stemmed from my business. Was um, So my mom made my dresses in pageantry. And it was actually so funny, guys. I'm going to show you pictures. Like looking back on my mom. <laughs> Um, do that to me. How could you put me on that stage wearing that? Um, <laughs> so uh, as, as I grew older, I really wanted to have an input on what I'm going to wear. So I started loving uh, the fashion part of it, the designing part of it. And uh, six months out of school, I registered my company. And this year, it's five years old. And I started this project called Destiny Design to to actually empower fellow designers and fellow entrepreneurs. And this is going to be a fashion show and it's going to be combined with my Miss Universe Farewell. So I am super stoked. It's going to be a big day. Uh, we're going to have four members walking there. Hopefully Tam will be there. And the top 10 of last year is going to be models. So it is a different part of me was also my business. It kind of pushed me, my circumstances pushed me to start something to get myself an income. And now when I sit, it's actually a part of my career. And I will be making something really exciting for this universe for myself. So I'm super mm. excited. That's exciting. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, I have a question for Natasha Drew. Please, now, go heard, here. Yeah, in your previous yeah. interview, you mentioned that you were quite the tomboy growing up. But yes. aside from that, could you tell us something that people would be surprised to know about you? 
<laughs> I can't save my life. <laughs> I, was, I was just on a TV show, guys. Literally, I'm sitting in their boardroom and the presenter started dancing. And I was just standing there like, I don't know what to do. I can't dance. <laughs> so that's actually so weird because I'm a very um, artistic and creative person. But when it comes to dancing, it's quite embarrassing for people to watch. Um, anything else? Well, I think everyone knows everything. I've, I've been singing since I was 10, which I don't know if that's something people don't know. Um, actually love singing as well. I've been kind of that person growing up trying everything out. Netball, hockey, singing, softball. <laughs> I just did all of it. Um, but yeah, I suck at dancing. Listen, guys. Mm. Listen. It's bad. I, 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 I understand. Sometimes singers are not the best of dancers. <laughs> not everyone is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We will ask you more later about the singing part, but um, okay. right now I, I want to know what made you decide to join Miss South Africa amid, amid the pandemic? Because I, we all know that uh, the pandemic has been very challenging for everyone. Sorry, what, you're breaking, sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. Can you maybe repeat that, mm. please? Yep, um, um, I want to know what made you decide to join Miss South Africa amid the pandemic because uh, the pandemic is already challenging. What more joining a pageant? So it's funny you ask because before entering, I found my best friend and I was like, listen, I don't know if I want to enter during COVID because it was such unsure times. And back then, when I think they announced the entries, it was level five. So it was the a strict level, we couldn't go anywhere, and I was planning to enter Miss South Africa last year, so I didn't really want to change my course of plan. And she just said that, you know what, if you feel strongly about this year and you've always been, because remember, this is something you plan way in advance. So I said, okay, I'll finish my studies, which I did in 2019. I finished my degree, I was like, then I'll enter this essay. And I just had to go think, I can either take the challenge on and be remembered as the Miss South Africa during the pandemic, where they need a Miss South Africa even more. And what great responsibility to not be that person when you speak during troubling times, people want to listen because people need that sense of encouragement. So I just made the decision to say, you know what, this might be not the way you know it, but there's nothing to lose. So just wait for it. Okay. So what has been the, the biggest challenge during the whole Miss South Africa um, stint? I'm so sorry, Drew. You are lagging again. I think we are so far apart. Sorry. Will you just repeat that? Mm. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I, I asked earlier, uh, what has been the biggest challenge during the whole Miss South Africa stint? The biggest challenge? Yeah, during... Um, sorry, guys. Uh, will you maybe, if it does break up, can you maybe type the question for me too? Because it's a lagging okay. a bit on my... I'm so sorry. I can do the questions for you. Drew is asking, what was the biggest challenge for you during the competition? Okay, so that's the biggest challenge during Miss South Africa. Yes. 
So I entered, guys, and I was compared a lot to previous queens. And that really got to me because I was like, didn't people see Natasha? Because I entered not even thinking about that. I was like, no one was saying Natasha has been In my mind, no one like me has been there before. <laughs> And I got compared a lot and it really got to me. And I remember that and I'm just sitting with me saying, listen, people will take a previous queen that's successful and it's not necessarily a bad thing to be compared to her. But for me, it was quite hard because going through that, you want people to see you. You want people to see your attributes. You want people to see your personality. And I think only actually when I got Miss Universe South Africa, people got to see that more because I engaged more. I did more interviews. I was more on social media as Miss Universe South Africa. And it's hard when you are compared. I think, I can't think that it was easy for Patriona going after Pia and people just saying, comparing her constantly to Pia and saying, this is the standard that Pia says, this, this, this and not actually feeling like people are seeing you. And struggling with that, but now I must say it's gotten a lot better and it's not happening as much anymore. Okay. Another struggle, sorry, let me just throw it out there. Like, let me tell you all about the journey. <laughs> <laughs> so I struggled a lot with being vulnerable as well. And I don't think this is a struggle that only girls in pageants face. Um, people might face it in, in relationships, people might face it in the workplace but being vulnerable is quite hard is you know showing your weak points or what you you make as weak points but it isn't necessarily so that was hard for me as well and i remember sitting down with Wagner, and he was like listen you can't be this perfect picture girl like no one is perfect stop striving for perfection um we love to see the vulnerability we want to see the realness the genuineness and I think during South Africa, this was the first time I actually got the time to mourn my father. And it's actually so hard to say because entering this essay, it was seven years since he passed away. And it was the first time I constantly actually cried about him. When I had to speak about him, I had the chance to do grief. And it sounds so silly, but people see pageants as, you know, win the, win the crown or lose the crown. For me, I, well, I won in, in so many different aspects. It was winning emotionally. It was winning in vulnerability. It was winning in owning myself. It was winning in stepping into my power. And what Miss South Africa did for me, I really can't explain to anyone. It's such, such a powerful platform because you walk in as one person and you come out as a difference. I'm sorry, I was wiping my tears because I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make you. I don't want to make you cry. Yeah, yeah because because uh, I lost my father when I was nine. I'm so and, sorry. Yeah, and um, I still feel like it just happened yesterday, even even now. Right. So I, I can relate to what you said. Exactly, and you know, people think if it's years and years back that it gets better, but no, you actually just learn how to deal with it and and how to yes. actually live with it and live with that loss. And I think, you know, exactly, a father is such a fundamental role in your life, especially at nine or 16 years old, that when I said that into Miss Essay, there was a workshop and we were booked into Johannesburg as the top 10. And we had this workshop on the 1st of August. And my father actually passed away on his birthday, the 1st of August, seven years ago last year. 
And I was sitting in there trying not to think about it. So I was like, don't get emotional. Like, don't show people something is wrong. And that was actually a power for me is to express vulnerability because even Drew, you sitting here telling me like this, I can relate to that. That's exactly why I wanted to speak about it more because mm-hmm. no matter people losing a parent during this pandemic, no, no matter someone having a mother or father not having an income, not having a job during this pandemic, I can relate to that. And I think it's so important to, to be on a platform and being able to, to be relatable to people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, um, honestly speaking, Natasha, during the announcement of that top three, I was rooting for you to be crowned then as a Miss Universe during the time announcement. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to know. Sorry, guys, it's really lagging. Okay. Natasha, um, can you hear me now? Yes, that's better. I think if okay. you just speak it slower because it, it just cuts out some words. Okay. Okay. Now, I just want to know, what did you feel when you were named second runner-up during the Miss South Africa 2020 finals? I was disappointed. Like, let's be honest, guys. Everyone goes there to win. Like, I, I didn't go into the thing like, I want to be runner-up. No. Like, I wanted to win. It's been my lifelong dream. So I'm just being very realistic and honest. Like, I'm not going to sit here saying it wasn't hard for me. But you know what? I smiled. I, I walked up to that stage and I showed people, you know what? There's a bigger plan for me. There's a reason why I wasn't found in South Africa. And then Miss Universe came along. And listen, so many girls would would die to go to Miss Universe. So I knew there was just such a bigger purpose for me. And it was really hard, guys. I'm not going to lie. But also, going into the night, I didn't know what to expect. Because we all know Miss South Africa is very competitive and the, the 10 girls are equally as strong. So it mm-hmm. can be anyone's game. Like people will have predictions up there and it's not one prediction is right. Because every year they look for something so different and something so unique in every single girl. Like if you take me shooting total, we aren't anywhere near the same. Like mm-hmm. you can't even compare us. And that's what makes it so great because... They really, really want to represent diversity in South Africa, and you can just see it with South Africa. Mm-hmm. But along, alongside that, standing there as one of the top three, it was an accomplishment because we were, what, over 2,500 entries, and you just want to go and represent internationally. And I was just fortunate enough to get Universe. Like, listen, guys, I was very anxious. When we were sitting in that boardroom, <laughs> Like, okay, girls, and I was sitting there like, yes? Yeah. yes. I have a related question to that. <laughs> um, did, you like, ex- yes. did you expect that they will give you the, the Miss Universe South Africa title? I manifested. I manifested. Okay. The weekend before I found out, lying on my couch, and I was like, listen, I'm going to watch five Miss Universe shows in a row because I want to <laughs> get Miss <laughs> yeah, and it happened. And I was sitting there and I was like, you. and I was like, I'm not watching any other show. I'm gonna watch Miss Universe shows. And when I get into that boardroom on Monday, and I don't hear Miss Universe, 
Oh, no, guys, I'm, I must say, I think regardless of what you do in life, what's what's made for you will attack you. It will, it, it wouldn't, you can have the worst interview if Miss South Africa is for you, it will be for you. You can fall on your face flat on that stage. If it's yours, it's going to be yours. Yes. If I did my utmost best, and it wasn't even mine. You just need to accept in destiny and knowing that wasn't yours. And I do love um, life coaching, so this assists so much with just having peace with what happens in your life. Is I'm going to Miss Universe, and this is the biggest pageant in the world, and I need to defend the back-to-back -back for South Africa. But going there is so much more content than going into Miss South Africa because I just learned and realized that the true power is in how you see it and how you define it, define it in your mind. And many girls go there saying it's the be all and end all. Um, it's the crown or nothing. There's a life after that crown. Yes, it's great to have the Miss Universe platform and to win, but you are women made for bigger things than that. And if you get that platform, what are you going to do with it after that? Because it doesn't end there. And that's the mindset I'm going in there is, yes, I want to be Miss Universe. Uh, and I know it will be fine if it's for me. But I'm knowing I'm working for, for such a bigger purpose. Because after I'm, I'm, I'm Miss Universe, I want to take that title and go into the business field for women, um, support entrepreneurship at a larger scale. And it's what you do with it. So you can't just go in there and say, what if a judge asks you, asks you, Okay, so what's after the universe? Let's say you don't win. What's after that? You know, you need to have, you need to be a visionary, and that's mm -hmm. that's how I think. I agree. I agree. Now, preparing for international, we will go now to your preparation questions. Ooh, listen, it's a full schedule. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it's like it feels like the Olympics, and it is it is. Um, yeah. So I work out six times a week, and I choose it. It's my choice. I do hair and makeup preparation on a weekly basis. I do life coaching, which is really preparing holistically. So it isn't only going there being like, oh, I've got this bikini bod. I can do Q&A. No, 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 no. Mentally, spiritually, physically, um, psychologically, you need to go in there mentally fit, physically fit, spiritually fit, because Miss Universe is multifaceted. It's not only one that covers six, two boxes. And I want to go in there being like, listen, this is Natasha. I'm here to cater for all the needs that Miss Universe has. Um, so it's, it's hard work. We sit, we analyze, we really work on my being as, as a human, really inside out. We obviously practice all the stuff that people would think. We do fittings. But you know what? Um, the most important part for me isn't the swimsuit walk. It isn't the, it isn't the um, closed door interview. Yes, it's important. And it gets you to the top. But you need to get the foundation right. Um, and that takes a while. So every week I'm dedicated to Miss Universe. I'm dedicated to my business. I'm dedicated to my well-being. And if anything doesn't fall in that category, I unfortunately can't get my attention at this moment because I've what seven weeks left. And it's really a time we have to choose at what's gonna add to my journey, what's gonna add to Natasha. 
and what's going to add to going to Miss Universe. Sorry, did I answer the question? I feel like I'm just chatting to you guys. Yeah, you 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 answered like <laughs> your answer was for like two other questions, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's the most difficult part of your preparation so far? I think it lagged again, Amir. Uh-huh. I think yeah. it lagged again. <laughs> yeah, so you guys can, if you ask me the question, also just type it for me. But you can say it for the audience, obviously, that's yep. listening. So I don't get the question wrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Drew, you can ask now, Drew. Yeah, so <laughs> early, yeah, earlier you, you mentioned that um, you have hashtag destiny design. Mm -hmm. So that aims to help uh, South African fashion designer entrepreneurs an opportunity to showcase their talent. So could you tell us a bit more about it? Mm, of course. So um, this is going to be a fashion show on the 10th of April. Like I said, a long time Miss Universe Farewell. And we are we actually already selected the, the, the designers. So it's 13 designers, including myself, Natalia Jeffries. And we are going to do a fashion show with two pieces on each model. And those pieces we are going to auction with raising funds to obviously support fellow entrepreneurs that have struggling times during this pandemic. But also alongside that, we have people like Kish IP, which specializes in patents and all those um, legal aspects. We're getting them on board to really equip those business owners to really assist them with the necessary tools, giving them the platform, the exposure to um, give them the opportunity to showcase their talent. But alongside with that, we really want them to walk away knowing that they can pick themselves up, that they can pick their businesses up because there's nothing as empowering. And that's exactly why I think it's so important to do something where you have the same or similar experience. My business really empowered me to able to study like I said um, it was giving me the opportunity to buy my own first car so it's stuff like that where I really do see the true power in being a business owner or businesswoman or entrepreneur to really be relying on yourself to be self-efficient um, moving forward in your life because we all know so many people are losing their jobs and I think it's time for job creation and whether that's working for yourself being a creative yourself and I think it's so much, so much more important to be able to go in the direction that you want to go into and not necessarily work for someone because you need a salary. Yes. Okay. Now, aside from destiny design, mm. what, is the, what is the other cause that you would like to advocate and why? So for me, it's obviously alongside with the um, supporting business owners, it's women empowerment in general. And why I say something um, in such a more broad, a broad spectrum is this is exactly why there is a platform such as Miss Universe. It's really supporting fellow women. And I don't think even in my life I would stop at the voting for women, um, all their needs, um, all their aspirations and dreams. So for now it is entrepreneurs and it's supporting fellow business women empowering them and we know how hard it is in the workplace with women and men to just get your your piece of cake or your your you know um your chance and you know as a woman in the workplace but broader than that it's really empowering women wherever they go 
Okay. Let and us... now before before we move forward to the fan questions, I have a little personal question. Yes, please ask. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um last December you posted on your Instagram that you contracted the coronavirus and because of this you weren't able to spend Christmas with your loved ones. So how did this experience change your outlook in life? No, was I got asked the question at South Africa with the top five, and I think the question was if I if I have it right was um, you know we are going during this troubling time. How could I tell someone who lost everything that I think things are going to be okay? I think that was the question. And I still stand by my answer saying that it's so important to look what you have left rather than what you lost. And I actually only went to test because my mother tested positive. And we were busy with Miss Universe Prep, so I had to put that on hold until I got my results back. And I got it back positive. I was really shocked um, because I didn't have extreme, um, extreme, like, what do you say? Um, uh, symptoms. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't have the the symptoms. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the in Afrikaans. And actually, when I contracted COVID, I started to get shortness of breath. I slept a lot. I was so fatigued, and I think mentally it was the hardest. It wasn't physically, it wasn't feeling sick, it was mentally knowing this is the first Christmas I'm not going to spend with my family. This is the December holiday, and in South Africa, December holidays are summer, so you kind of go out, you go to the beach, um, it's it's really like holiday season, and I had to sit in my house, and I couldn't even exercise, I couldn't swim, I couldn't do anything, and it was quite tough, because not only go to Miss Universe, you want to be busy preparing, not sitting at home on your yes. couch recovering from COVID. Like it was so, so hard mentally. And that's why I was sitting there being like, just look at what you have left, not at, you know, the last time in this December. I was like, I still have this platform, still work towards Miss Universe, still have my family. Um, and I think I was most stressed about my grandfather. He is 81 years old. And I was so concerned because we went the 16th of December, we went to the shops together. And two days after that, I tested positive. So I was really concerned because he's like my father. And um, so, yeah, mentally it was hard. I'm just so grateful. I, I think I went into isolation for 10 days and I really did get better quite soon. Yeah. And we're, we're very happy that you, you're all fine now and we can see you on Thank our you. universe stage. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, but now it's the most awaited of the fans because over the past week, we asked them to submit their questions that they want to ask me. Mm. And, and we got some really tough questions from the fans. In this segment called Ask the Queen. So are you ready? Ask the Queen. Wow, that's very like royal you know ask yeah, the queen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay the first question is from ashy candido salazar what do you want what would you do if fear was not a factor and you would not fail wow if fear was not a factor that would be so nice right 
If fear was not a factor, I think so many people would live up to their capabilities and and what they are willing to do. Like imagine going to Miss Universe, not being afraid of comparison, not being afraid of competing next to any other girl. Just think mm -hmm. how we would flourish. Just think on how we would be able to speak our minds. So I think I would I would speak more freely on things that I feel um, passionate about. But obviously, being on this platform, you need to be more diplomatic from where you speak of. So I would speak my mind more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would not get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next the next question is from Andre. Yes. And yeah, and the question uh, is, how will you describe the color blue to a blind child? So if the child was born blind, I would say closing your eyes, um, lying on the grass, and even if you are looking up and you don't see anything, you feel freedom and you feel fresh. Um, I want people to use their ears and just thinking of the birds flying past and what that feels like. Because I don't think the color is necessarily um, important, but it's the feeling you get when you see or hear it. I would say to use the other, um, the other, okay. yes, some, um, what do you call it? Senses. 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 And I would ask them to use their ears instead of thinking that their eyes can tell them everything. How would that, this is this is actually such a cool question. I would like to ask your point of view. How would you explain blue to someone who can't see? Andrew. Okay, uh, I, I think I'll, I'll tell the child to um, listen to the waves crashing on the shore. Oh yeah. Or and uh, listen to the birds chirping. I think the feel, like what you said, the feeling and the the sound of that. Is like the color blue, it's calming. Right? Because if no one, if you are born blind, you don't know what's yes. red, blue, green, anything. So explaining that to someone, it's it's actually impossible. Yes. So I would say use your other sense. Yes, I yes. agree. Okay, I agree. the next question is from, I can't pronounce the name because it's in Arabic. But the question is, is social media bringing people together or causing separation? Well, now more than ever, it's actually causing people to, to come together because during this pandemic, we obviously can't travel. We can't interact with people like we usually did. We really can't go into the public and attend a concert like we usually could. So I would say social media at this time is the platform to voice your opinion, to bring people up to speed what's currently going on. Um, and it's such a powerful platform, regardless of how you use it. It's, it's how you perceive it. It's how you see it. It's how you actually use it, what's important. Um, it's bringing people together, I would say. Like imagine before Facebook. I didn't remember so many birthdays. I didn't see so many things of people being overseas. I didn't um, know what's the trends overseas. And now it just almost feels like a full circle. Like everyone knows what's going on. Everyone's in the same like caliber. Um, even with the royals now, like that whole thing, you can just follow that on social media and know exactly what's going yes. on. Okay. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Next question 
the second to the last question is from Chris Paul, and he would like to ask your definition of leadership. Someone who's unafraid to to voice what's important to her. It's, it's someone that would rather take the punch for other people and and say it regardless of of this of the repercussion of it. So that's exactly why I think. Um, it's so important to be a leader going to Miss Universe representing a country because we all go there and advocating for something that's so important to us. And that's the true definition of leadership is putting yourself out there, um, even if you are going to get backlash or whether it might be support. So it is really taking one for the team, I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And finally, from Aldo. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just have to edit. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. It's 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 at the, at the bottom, so I have to take out this the ticker. Okay. What do you think is the most pressing pressing issue women are facing today, and why? Mm. So speaking from a South African point of view, it's definitely gender-based violence. And it's quite unfortunate to say that during COVID and this pandemic with the lockdown, that the figures have risen quite a lot. It's it's really, it's a pandemic itself, gender-based violence. It's something we are tirelessly fighting against. And um, we are trying our best efforts as South Africans to speak up about this. This is something that Zulzi also advocated for. And it's not women's fault. It's really time for, for men to evaluate um, how to do things differently. And it's so important. That's why I'm saying women empowerment is so important because you don't need to be dependent on a man to survive or to take care of your children. You can really do it yourself and you're powerful enough to do that yourself. Wow. Good job. Good job, Natasha. Those are... Would like yes, to I'm here. To all the fans who are sending their questions to Mrs. Aldi, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are really hard questions. Those are really hard questions. <laughs> but we will put you on the hot seat right now with the Q and A challenge. Q and A challenge. In this segment, we will assume that you are now in the final Q&A of Miss Universe. So please give us three no- three <laughs> numbers from 1 to 10, and then we will be asking you the corresponding question. So are you ready, Natasha? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, please give us one number, the first number. This is the ball. Okay. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, the first number. Please give us a number from one to ten. Seven. Okay. Question number seven. Question number seven is You're on your way to a march, and someone hands you a blank sign and a marker. What do you put on your sign, and why? Hashtag, it does not end here. Because going to that march, I will hope it's a march full of women right across South Africa, joining forces together to fight against gender-based violence. Because we know that this is a pandemic itself. 
And if we don't speak as a whole and if we don't speak as one and if we don't speak in masses, then our voices won't be heard. Um, that's exactly why platforms such as this is so important is for representatives to go out there and to really voice her country's issues and, and problems and pandemics because it's not only one thing we are facing, it's multiple. So I think fighting together, we should be fighting as one. Wow, very good. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's next kind of... That's like the type of questions where you really need to think on your feet because like 10 things yeah. come to mind and you're like, well, which one am I going to choose? Love that one. Okay, so must yeah. I say another number? Yeah, another number. Number one. Okay, number one. Number one is a question from Miss Universe 2014 finals. Really? What is the greatest contribution of your country to the entire world? Ooh, I would say it is a showcasing diversity because there's no other country than South Africa that can show that to people is how diverse we are, we are the traditions we have, the culture we have. And I think it's so important to show that to the rest of the, rest of the world to be accepting to one another. Um, not, not, not a language, a race, not a gender, nothing should separate us and we should treat Treat each other the way you want to be treated and respected like you want to be respected. And that's one thing that we can show the rest of the world. Yeah. Imagine the been doing this really, really good. And the final number, the last number. Last number. Okay. Last number would be three. Number three, the third number was asked in a Miss India pageant in the 90s. In the 90s, love if, that. If ignorance is bliss, then why do we seek knowledge? Ooh. Then why, why we seek knowledge? I think that no matter what you know, you can always learn something new from the next person. And I think that's also a way to humble yourself is knowing that you don't know everything and that you should really try and learn from other people. Um, even if you are very accomplished, even if you are overqualified, there's always something more that you can learn of and from. And hopefully you can take that and learn and teach that to the next person that you interact with. What was her answer? Oh, that no, because that's such a like, how do you perceive the question? Mm. Like, ignorance is bliss, and why we seek knowledge? Uh, I, I, think such this, I think it's because uh, when you know better, you're more equipped, and there's a, there's a different feeling in knowing than not knowing. What's that saying of uh, sometimes knowing nothing is best, like in, in some situations? Yes. And uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of how you perceive the question. But for me, it's you should always be humble in knowing that you can always do better and you can always learn yes. more and you can always take away from other people because yes. this is why they are 70 year old people, so they can teach you something. Because as a 23-year-old, I wouldn't know everything. 
and I don't expect to know everything. Yes. Yeah. Some fans, some fans are commenting. Can you have two more questions? Yes. Yes. Okay. So oh, number. Yeah. Let's say number ten. Number ten. If you could choose what time period to be born and what sex to be, what would you choose and why? I wouldn't choose anything else than when I was born and how, because you need to to know that and be super content with the role you play in society and where. And you were placed on this earth at that specific time as a male or female for a reason. And it's to contribute to society. And I wouldn't have been going to Miss Universe 2020. They are still crowning in 2020. <laughs> I wouldn't be going to Miss Universe 2020 if I wasn't born when I was born and if I wasn't born a female. So you always need to know that there's a certain place you fall and mm -hmm. such a big purpose for it. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a good way to answer that question. <laughs> I'm just, Drew, actually, I'm just here to, to just give a club. <laughs> I love that. We need an audience. Yeah, and just to, to feed the, the fans, your, your, fi your final, final question. Wait, give us a number. No worries. You can ask anyone. I'll give it to you. Okay. okay. Let me let me choose a fun a fun question. Okay. This was asked to Brooklyn Miss Universe 1990. Ooh, I yeah. If there were no rules in your life for one day and you could be outrageous, what would you do? I would eat everything and I would eat it twice. <laughs> <laughs> How can you forget that answer? That's a yes. winning answer. That was okay. very iconic. What would I do and why? Okay. Honestly speaking, if there were no rules in your life for one day and you could be outrageous, what would you do and why? I would crown myself. Like I would go up to Zuli and be like, thank you, give me the crown. <laughs> 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 as simple as that, right? Because <laughs> breaking all the rules, I'm like, listen, you can give me the crown. There's no competition. But I think I, I would do the same. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just be honest. That was okay. fun. That was fun, Natasha. Thank you, guys. That was really nice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, love it. Yeah. I, I think you can. You're ready. You're ready for business. Oh, thank you, guys. You know what? There's yeah. still so much that needs to be done, but taking it day by day because there's a lot going on. And, you know, all girls are working really hard, and we can see that. So we really, really appreciate your support to all the countries, um, not only your own, but to everyone else. Yeah. We love it, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. So now we're... Unfortunately, we've been enjoying this interview, but we're now on the home stretch of the of the show. So these are these are some of the questions that you might have been asked already. So, okay, the first of the final questions. As a beauty queen, you are not just a face, but also an ambassador of South Africa. So, how will you introduce South Africa to your fellow contestants? To my fellow contestants. Okay, so how I would explain South Africa or introduce South Africa, 
first of telling them that you have to experience it firsthand to know exactly what I'm talking about, but that we obviously have a world, a, a world wonder, seven world, world, world wonder, <laughs> and it's obviously Table Mountain. So we've got so much scenery. We've got so much cultures. We've got nine different provinces where if you go from the one to another, it feels like an entire different world, but yet they are still combined with tradition. And, um, yeah, I would just say we are warm and welcoming people. We really do love um, spirits and energy, and we try to get that across to other people. Um, we love a good braai, so that's our favorite food, papwurst um, and topi. So we really, really love that. I would like them to taste that. Um, and just say, like, we've got the best weather in South Africa. And... Regardless, regardless if it's sports, if it's pageants, so we really are determined to do the best we can. We won the World Cup. We won Miss Universe twice in the last five years. Mm -hmm. So we can really just show that we are so multifaceted in every single department. Um, and that's exactly what I call diverse. You can't get more than that. Okay, very now. How would you explain the Philippines? I would actually like to hear. If you could introduce Philippines to me, mm. how would uh, you? I will uh, go, Amir. No, 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 you can answer, Drew. Okay. I, I would borrow the, the tourism slogan of the Philippines. We have more the, the Philippines. I really did. you also want to say that? Yeah. <laughs> it's more fun in the Philippines. I <laughs> really is that the slogan. You know what? I actually heard that a lot. Mm. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. It's more fun in the Philippines. So where should I visit? Should I visit the Philippines? You oh. should. It, yeah, you should go to Palawan. It's like called the, the last frontier. We have great uh, islands and beaches and um, underwater activities there. You can also go to Ilocos. Yeah, it's tropical. It's like it's hot all the time. You see, I love I love summer, and South Africa is always hot. No matter if it's during winter, it would be cold in the morning, but here in the afternoon, it feels like summer again. So I don't mm. know what snow would feel like. So love the fact that it's tropical. Love that. Yes. We hope to see you here. Right? Yeah. Hopefully. Imagine. Imagine. No, I would yeah. love to. Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna know like with the restrictions, there probably won't be an audience at Miss University on sure yet. But yeah, so we won't be seeing um, you know, all the supporters there. That's normally they supporting Miss Universe, but we will keep you in our minds and in our hearts <laughs> going there. Okay. Okay, I have a question, Natasha, because yes. it's Okay, because it seems South Africa has perfected the formula for Miss Universe, having placed in the top three in the last three years. What qualities do you feel you have that would help you keep the placement in the Miss Universe as part of the placement streak in the Miss Universe or winning Miss mm -hmm. Universe? I would say being a visionary, going above and beyond what we think Miss Universe is all about. I would say hard working, and like I said, I don't say it with a light heart. I say it with it being in my being to know that I'm not going there and expecting anything without hard work. And I would say humbleness, to never lose that groundedness 
um, in knowing that you've got there through the help of loads of people and through support and love and not only by yourself. And that's such a, a quality that I, that I look up to in all the former winners and, and even the girls that play in the top three. They're just so humble and grateful. And I think that that would assist me. And now, this is a pass or go question. I will okay. type the question on the private chat. And you can say pass if you don't want to answer it. Or go. Okay. If, if you would go, like to answer, you it. answer the question. But, but this is this is a very this is one of the most popular questions from the fans. But we will give you the freedom to answer it. So here is the question: pass or go? <laughs> um, I don't think you will like my answer, but let's go with that. Okay. Go. Okay, go. So the question, for the benefit of our fans, our viewers, the question is, this is a what-if scenario. You are part of the Miss Universe Top 3. Name two other countries you envision yourself holding hands with. Okay, so should I actually name or can I give my answer? No, you can give your answer. My answer is, regardless of who the other two girls is, as long as, I, as I'm in that top three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't care who I'm holding hands with. I just need to be the one holding hands with them. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Why I'm not giving an answer, names? It's not as if, you know, I don't see girls, that's my preference and that's, you know, is competition to me. But knowing that I didn't go, I'm not going into Miss Universe and seeing this as competition because honestly speaking, the organization is looking for something specific. And if it's you, it's going to be you. Like we aren't, not any one of us is the same. And I can just see on social media that every single girl brings something totally different. Um, and it's purely on what they are going to to, to want for the next Miss Universe. So it can be anyone, because I feel like every single year in that top three, there's someone who surprises us. Okay. Natasha, I just want to ask, Drew. I want to ask Natasha. Go um, Do you have any communication so far with the contestants? We do have a group chat. We do have a group chat on WhatsApp. And actually, Indonesia um, invited me to it. So we do, like, if it's someone's birthday, we would congratulate them. If it's Women's Day or if we are excited, like when we heard the announcement date, we like, we're we also excited. We're like, yeah, guys, it's in Florida and it's the 16th of May. And, you know, like, um, Bolivia, she inboxed me when I got COVID. Um, like, the girls do DM each other. So, yes, we do have communication. It's not like set conversations, but... Mm -hmm. We do interact with each other and we want to get to know each other before getting there. It's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, now, so now I, I am on the second to the last question. And earlier you mentioned that you started your journey in the pageant world at 12 years old. So let us imagine that there's a time machine and you could go back and talk to your 12 year, 12 year old self in the past. What would you tell her? you are doing the best you can and don't let society standards change 
any part that you are of yourself. Um, I honestly feel like there shouldn't be put pressure on a 12 year old, specifically, specifically not in the pageant industry. So I would just be telling her, listen girl, you are doing the best you can, just keep going as long as you are yourself. Okay. <laughs> and finally, fill in the blanks. I am in the blank. Natasha from South Africa and I am blank. blank. Okay, I'll say go. I'm Natasha Bar, Miss Universe South Africa, and I'm a visionary. And I feel like that's exactly what's going to put me about. Wow. So thank you. Thank you, Natasha, for joining us on Mississology Beauty Talks. I know you have a very busy schedule, but still, you made time for us. So thank you. Thank you I'm so, so much. Sorry. No, thank you, guys. And yeah, sorry if we are busy. It's nothing else than busyness and a tight schedule. But thank you for making the time for us and doing all your research and supporting us. And I see everything. Trust me, like I said, I've been following you guys for a while. <laughs> so I've waited a lot. And thank you for having me. Yeah. Really, really thank you. And thank you for supporting yeah. us. Thank and you for Bob, answering the questions. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank Bob, you for asking. Yeah. Listen, guys, this is practice. You can't practice enough. So I'm like, throw it to me. If it's hard, throw it to me. Let me fail and let me try again, you know. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And Bong just wanted to send his regards to you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And also, yeah. and also thank you to the Miss South Africa organization again for allowing us to have this. They were, they were so excited when I told them. They were really oh, excited. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's I saw them. They posted, they posted it on social media yesterday. I was like, yeah. They're loving it. <laughs> yeah, before we let you go, we just want to ask you a quick message to all your support from around the world. I don't think that thank you can say enough because we wouldn't have been, been here if there wasn't anyone supporting us or encouraging us. Um, I just want to say thank you so, so much to every single South African, but not only South Africans, to anyone in the Philippines or right around the world for supporting us. Um, we really appreciate it and we hope to make you guys proud. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, Good luck in advance. Yeah. Once again, thank you. Thank you, Natasha. Sorry, sorry, guys, it's lagging. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. yep. Thank you, and uh, we wish you the best of luck in this universe. So, thank you. Thank you so, so much, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes, Amir. Yeah, thank you so much again. Once again, Drew, thank you also. And for everyone watching right now, thank you so much. Yes, Drew. Yeah, and we will be revealing our special guest for next week. So next week, we'll be having not just one, but three beauty queens from Indonesia. Indonesia. <laughs> yeah. So next so, week, it'll be a very exciting day for us, Drew, because we'll be talking now to Putir Indonesia queens. We have Ayu Molida, Ayu Sarawat, Saraw, eh, was it Saraswati? Saraswati. And Gian Almera, she did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So please tune in next week, Saturday, March 20, 5 p.m. Jakarta time or 6 p.m. Manila for our beauty talks with the reigning Putri Indonesia Queens. And also, please do uh, check out our social media accounts for if you want to watch all our previous episodes. 
or you or you can listen to our podcast at Mississology Beauty Talks on Spotify and on Anchor.fm. So once again, thank you everyone for tuning in and have a great day. Bye, Guys, you can follow us, by the way, here, our Instagram. <laughs> Just promoting my Instagram, Drew. Thank you once again to everyone for watching, Drew. Thank you once again. I'm so excited for next yes. week. And I hope to see you once again, guys. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Drew. What the hell? Like, it's me. And say, oh, my God. They was like, holy... Even now, I, I, I get like speechless. Why is it important for Bitcoin to have a good time? You do not know how to speak your mind. You're not going to give your organization much credibility for what you're really fighting for. Beauty Queen doesn't mean perfection. Now I feel embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to do it because that's how I am. So. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go, go. My wave became, became the Miss International wave. Right, Stephen? <laughs> I have become a patent. Ito naman yung bumabasa. Oh my God. Kasi nasabi mo ng planet. Tapos pag inaangat ko, hinihila niya. So ako, angat siya. My travels. I love my travels. I would just want it to be that I gave something back that made them happy. Money or love? Love.